Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's bring in Ryan Wood, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And Ryan, a little bit of a mini break for the Green Bay Packers as now they gear up for eight straight. So... Uh, I guess let's let's go back to the weekend. What did we learn this weekend? I thought to myself, uh, the the those that are at the top of the NFC, I don't think there's that much that really separates them from the elite and to everybody else. And uh, it seems like it's a little more playing level playing field after watching some of the games this weekend. What did you take away? Well, you learned, and I think we knew this, but you got a great example of how transitive property does not work in the NFL because the Packers go down to New Orleans in Week Three and. It was a tight game for most of the way, but pretty handily beat, beat the Saints. And then a couple of weeks later, they go to Tampa Bay, and, and they, they get beat really bad in, in Tampa Bay. And then the Saints go to Tampa Bay and blow them off the field. It's just the way that this league works. There's so much parity, and it really does depend on who shows up on any given Sunday because anything can happen. As far as big picture, Bill, I, I'm with you. I think that this conference is wide open. I, I, I do, you know, I, I picked the Seattle Seahawks in my preseason pick. If I had to make a pick through midseason, I'd, I'd probably stick with that. But that defense is terrible in Seattle. And Russell Wilson's really good, but how much can one guy carry everything? Well, we've seen, I think, in, in years past, Aaron Rodgers try to do that in Green Bay. The answer is that that doesn't usually work very well with a terrible defense and, and a great quarterback. So, uh, it's it's wide open. The Packers are absolutely in the thick of it. It would be a shock to nobody if, if they ended up winning the NFC. They've got their own holes, too, but it seems like everyone in this conference really has holes at some level. So uh, we were looking at last week the injury report, which was like uh, reading War and Peace when you looked at all the names that were on it for one reason or the other. Who are we expecting back this week against Jacksonville? Yeah, you know, the two guys to keep an eye on are, are David Bakhtiari and Kevin King. Both practiced yesterday. Kevin King was able to, to run around and, and do his DB individual drills uh, in the open portion of practice, which was, I think, really good to see, considering he did have a setback with his quad injury. You know, it's been a few weeks since he's played. He hasn't played since week four against Atlanta. So um, he could be nearing a return. Uh, David Bakhtiari, back out there, um, it, it sure seems like if, if he's able to get through this week of practice, he's got a chance to play. And then the other the, the other player to keep an eye on would be Alan Lazard, who's still on IR, but this seems like the week that he's he's likely to get activated. He was back out doing receiver drills again, and 
um, you know, it's it, it, he, he's he's looked good when he's run, and and that's that's obviously good for a guy coming off that core muscle surgery. Uh, the COVID players, it, it's harder to to kind of predict cause just because this is it, it's it's so it's so unpredictable uh, when guys get off the COVID list. But Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin both practiced yesterday, even though they're still on COVID nineteen reserve. Um, so that was promising uh, to see them out there at practice. Then you've got uh, the look at the offense, and you had talked about guys carrying teams. Defensively, the Packers have not been great. It was a little bit better performance on Thursday night against San Francisco. So, you know, offensively, you know, Matt LaFleur was kind of optimistic sounding, saying, you know, hey, I, I you know, we're going to continue to ratchet it up, try to get better. You know, maybe the best is yet to come. But defensively, how far away are they from really being a supporter? I don't say they have to be top five or anything like that, but how, how far away are they from really, in your opinion, being really supportive of the offense and being that full team? You know, maybe the most stunning thing about this defense is that they actually are 11th in the league in total defense. Right. They're actually right outside the top 10 in total defense. Significant, I think they were 17th in total defense last year. They're giving up almost 10 yards fewer per game, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it adds up over 16 games. In terms of just being stingy, they're stingier than last year. Why, why are they giving up way more points? They have no turnovers. They have six turnovers through eight games. Only two teams in the league have fewer takeaways through – through, through this point in the season, and, and both of them have, have five. So basically, as, as good as they were last year, 25 takeaways, and, and, and really a big reason why, why this was such a playmaking defense last year, as good as they were with that last year, that's been the opposite this year. At, at some point, you've got to think that a defense with so many playmakers, with the Smiths, with Kenny Clark, on the outside, you know, Jair Alexander is obviously in concussion protocol, but he's one of the, he's a, an emerging corner in this league. Kevin King, a very good cornerback himself. There's playmakers on this defense. At some point, you expect them to, to start making more plays. And that, that's really what it boils down to. Um, there's nothing wrong with this defense that, that more takeaways or, or some takeaways can't fix. Have we seen now the – I don't want to say the last up, but have we seen where Preston Smith uh, is now starting to come of age? He's starting to get a little bit better. He's He wanted to be used more in pass rush situations. I mean, is that something now that we're going to see more of? Obviously, there was some more success and a little more, uh, I guess, aggressiveness coming from Preston Smith this past Thursday night, or, or, or do you see uh, kind of the same old, same old from here on out? You know, we'll see. I don't know if we can make any grand statements off of what happened against the 49ers, considering it really wasn't the 49ers, right? I mean, it was the, the backup right. team for, for the 49ers. But I don't think it's a coincidence that the two turnover plays that this Packers defense did produce was when Preston Smith hit the quarterback and caused the interception to Raven Green, and when Zadarius Smith hit the quarterback and had a, a sack strip fumble. When the Smiths are getting after the quarterback, or really the pass rush in general, but on this defensive front, it is usually the Smiths. When they are getting after the quarterback, big plays happen. Pass rush and, and, and turnover generation are synonymous. They're very closely correlated. Um, and, and so when you have one, you usually have the other, and that's what you had Thursday night. If that continues, I do think you're going to see more big plays. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. What, if any, does Jacksonville challenge-wise you know, give to the Green Bay Packers coming up this Sunday? Well, they shouldn't. I mean, let's just be real here. They, they, they shouldn't. Right. Um, maybe the challenge is that they don't have the injuries that the 49ers had. But the reality is that you know, 
they uh, they four days before that 49ers game, this Packers team played a very beat up at home, a very beat up Vikings team, and should have won that game handily, and they lost. So the challenge is is just not repeating what you did against the Vikings, beating a team that you should they they should annihilate the Jaguars team. That doesn't mean that they will, but mm-hmm. they should. It should look much more like the 49ers game than it did the Vikings game. Now they just have to go out in the field and do that. I uh, We had on earlier today Andrew Brandt. We also had on running back Ryan Grant. And both said that the value of a running back, although there have been some big contracts given out here in recent uh, in the recent years uh, to running backs, it's still not as lucrative as, as one might think. So where does Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams fall, do you think, as far as the priority list goes for the Green Bay Packers? Do the Packers focus more on the third contract for, for David Bakhtiari? Uh, trying to keep that offensive line intact, uh, trying to keep their secondary intact, or do you think they look at the value of the running back and, and say that, uh, well, we're going to have to step up in that particular area? Yeah, it's a great question. It really is because it just seems like this offense is different when Aaron Jones is on the field. And take nothing away from Jamal Williams, for a backup running back, he, he, he might be the best backup running back in the NFL. Uh, and he's certainly a starting caliber running back. He's not Aaron Jones, and when Aaron Jones is out there, it's just it's a dynamic dimension of this offense that doesn't exist without him. With that said, no running back, no running back is an all-pro left tackle, and and the Packers have to make both those decisions on a really dynamic running back and an all-pro left tackle, and, and David Bakhtiari, both of whom are are going into the final year of their contract. And oh, by the way, no running back really is is the same as as a premier cornerback which is what Matt LaFleur has called Kevin King. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not as easy as just saying, well, you, you put the money on the offense and you, you go and replace a corner. You, you, you don't go and replace a premier cornerback. So, um, you know, it, it's Aaron Jones' value to this team is immense because he changes the offense. Um, a running back's value in the NFL marketplace is something less than immense because it's just a position that's been devalued. Where Brian Gutekind's falls and, and settles on making that decision in terms of value. It's going to be really fascinating. I just want to say something about what Brian Gutekind thinks, not just about Eric Jones, but the running back position as a whole. Great stuff as always, my friend. We appreciate it. We will talk again soon, okay? All right. Take care, Bill. Thanks, Ryan. There you go. Some good insight there as well. Ryan uh, Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, also PackersNews.com. Find him on Twitter at ByRyanWood, at by. Ryan Woody joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.